Welcome to the Life and Legacy Show, where we discuss all things elder law, estate, and legacy planning. Hosted by certified elder law attorney, Tim Seckler, from the Seckler Law Firm. And now your host, attorney Tim Seckler. And welcome to the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. I am your host, attorney Tim Seckler. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between legal documents and legal advice. We're going to tackle the issue of the online will preparation services, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and a couple of better ways to go about doing that before uh, we get into all of that information. If you have not heard about us and my law firm before, we are the Secular Law Firm, headquartered in Mars, Pennsylvania, but we have the ability to meet you in different parts around the western Pennsylvania uh, region. We serve folks pretty much from Erie out east to Somerset County. Uh, and so if you're listening to this and you are in Pennsylvania, uh, we can uh, we can figure out how to serve you best. Um, you can find out all types of information about the firm, uh, our workshops that have become uh, popular again in, in sort of our new normal at secklerlawfirm.com. That's S-E-C-H-L-E-R lawfirm.com or call us anytime at 724-841-1393. Now, today on the show, what I want to chat about is this um, this idea of the online uh, will preparation services. So we don't need to call them out by name. You know who they are. Uh, they advertise to you constantly. Um, you know, and, and so the idea here is... Um, that I can go online and I can watch some videos and I can tell them who my executor is going to be and and everything is going to spit out of the printer and now I've got the will. But the problem is that uh, what you're doing when you pay one of these services is you're essentially paying for a document, right? Now, a document, a document is just a tool. Uh, it, it, it's like uh, anything else. And but the key is to really understand how to use these things. And, and so um, when you do the online service, you get the, the will. You get maybe a power of attorney, but is it the right thing? Does it say the right thing? Are we using it the right way? And, I, and I've got a little story for you. You know, one of the very first estates I did, this is, this is over a decade ago, I think. But the, the fella that had passed away had done his own will on LegalZoom or one of the other services and i'm i'm reading this thing and 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 this gentleman had uh unfortunately had committed suicide right and so i've got a fella who knew he was going to pass away who intended to pass away and in doing so thought well i better do a will first so he goes online and he creates this will now in the will he names the executor he names a couple of people to get some different things and and one of the things that he names in this document is the document said, I leave my life insurance to Sister A. Here's the problem. Wills don't govern life insurance unless we get real intentional to make them govern the life insurance. And so, uh, and it was a sizable life insurance policy, you know, high, uh, high five-figure life insurance policy, worth enough money to be concerned about. And this will that was done in contemplation of his death gave the life insurance purportedly to Sister A. But on file at the life insurance company was a beneficiary designation form that had left the life insurance to Sister B, right? And so now, which governs? Does the beneficiary designation win? Does the will win? And the answer is the beneficiary designation will, uh, wins. So 
we have a, a gentleman that knew he was going to pass away, knew he wanted Sister A to get the money, saved uh, some money by going online and getting this document, used it inappropriately, and then uh, ended up that his testamentary intentions, what, what he wanted to have happen with his stuff when he passed away, didn't happen according to plan and ended up actually being sort of the reverse of what he wanted. And it, it's just sort of a tragic situation, but it highlights the point that a will is just a tool. Right. Used in the right hands, it can accomplish a lot. Used in the wrong hands, it can accomplish a lot. You know, there, there's you can you can go and search on online for all the problems with these things, but there's execution requirements. You know how many times, uh, you know, power of attorney document, for example, power of attorney uh, requires two witnesses and a notary. Well, w- you know, when you print this thing off in your bedroom, where's the notary? Where are the witnesses? What are you going to do? You're going to hop in your car. And drive to to you know the place where they do the title transfers on the car. That I know there's a notary in that place, and I'm going to get it. I'm going to grab a couple of people out of the parking lot so that I have two independent witnesses, and then we're going to execute this thing. And then you know, okay, but that was sort of a pain in the neck, right? And and or the alternative is the person just signs the document on the kitchen table. They don't go find the notary. They don't go find the witnesses. They don't do it correctly. And that document's not even valid. So now when, when the person gets sick and we need to rely on the power of attorney, we've got a document that isn't even validly signed and is, is not, a, uh, not a valid document. And so, you know, there's these little nuances about how to do this stuff appropriately. You know, it, it kind of looks to me like here, here's where they got it wrong, right? They, they've got a really good idea. I'm the first to, to admit they've got a really, really good idea that, you know, people don't people want easy access to the lawyer, right? But the problem with what these online preparation systems did is that they tried to replace the lawyer. And, and the lawyer wasn't really the problem. The, the delivery system was the problem, right? And so the problem is, that, you know, removing the lawyer, it's kind of like if I, if, I, if I need to get my car worked on, right, I need to go to the shop. And there's a guy there or a lady there that knows how to use it. That person's called a mechanic, right? Now, they have certain tools. They have, they have wrenches, and they've got screwdrivers, and they've got air hoses, and they've got all this different thing that they use to fix my car, do the service, do the maintenance, do the whatever. Well, without the guy that knows how to use the tool, it's just a tool. And the problem is LegalZoom and some of these other companies, and I, you know nothing against the documents themselves, but they're given to people that don't know how to use them. And so what's happening is people are printing off these things. They're using them inappropriately. The whole thing gets screwed up. And what we really needed was the mechanic. What we really needed was the lawyer who knew how to use the thing. So now if you watch what, what these organizations are doing, some of them, is you go on and you, you pay your whatever for the, for the will or for the power of attorney. I don't even know what it costs. But then you go through it and, and sort of toward the end, or now you're on their email list, and they say, hey, you know what? You've got this document, but... We're a little concerned about how you might use it. So um, we now have contracts with lawyers. So now you can go and and pay this person. Here's the list of lawyers that we have. You can pay these people to fix the thing that you just screwed up. And, you know, to me, it's kind of laughable that lawyers want to sign up for this thing in the first place. But um, but who what 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 lawyers do you think are signing up for this? Do you think the guys with 20 years experience writing wills are the ones signing up for the, to be the legal zoom puppet or, or whatever? So, you know, no. Um, and, you know, here's the other thing. If you read uh, another problem with the online services is if you read the fine print, it says we are not a law firm. We cannot give you legal advice, and what that really means is when you screw it up, which we know a certain percentage of you are going to screw this up, when you screw it up, 
you've got nobody to come after. See, one of the nice things about lawyers is we are required to have malpractice insurance. So if I screw something up, there's some recourse. If you screw it up trying to put together your own tool, your own will, who are we going to sue? And so, you know, the, the, we could go on and on about the problems with this with this idea, but I ask people come in all the time. We're talking about their documents, and, and, and after they've gone through a process, I think they kind of understand the value that we bring to the table. And they'll ask, you know, what, what's with these things? And, you know, it, it's just like, it's like anything else. I, I, I haven't read any of their documents in a long time, but I'm sure the documents are fine. I'm sure that, that there's nothing wrong with the screwdriver they're producing. The problem is they're giving it to people who don't understand how to use screwdrivers, and, and the whole system kind of gets screwed up. Now, but the reason it's become popular is, one, it's, it's cheaper than hiring a lawyer, fair. But the other is... Because your alternative has not been all that attractive. You know, if I want to go and get a will, and I, let's say I live in the North Hills, and there's there's law firms around me, but, like, my first thought of going to a law firm is, all right, so i got to take a day off of work, and so does my wife, and we got to find placement for the kids, and we got to find um, – got to get in a car, and we got to drive downtown to pay for parking to go in some ivory tower law firm office – and ride the elevator and get greeted by Mean Marge at the reception desk, and then, then I'm going to pay an hourly fee to sit down with this person who is, you know, sort of looking down their nose at me because I'm just here to talk about a will, and they've got some big case they're working on, and they don't really want to talk about my will. They really do an in-depth education, and and you know the problem with lawyers is that we as as a as an industry have done a pretty poor job of making ourselves accessible when we're needed okay we've done a pretty job of delivering the service in, in my opinion in with my law firm i mean this here's a little pitch coming but in my law firm we work, worked really hard with that we have evening hour workshops we've got zoom meetings we've got lunch hour zoom meetings we've 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 made it really easy to access the firm to be able to get your thing done now here we're in the covid shutdown as i'm recording this and you know, now an, an additional complaint is that, well, I don't, yeah, I'm working from home, but I don't want to go sit in your tiny conference room real close to you and talk about the will. You know, is, is this a safe thing? And so, you know, a lot of my practice at, at the secular law firm has really transitioned into uh, a Zoom-based practice. We do a lot of phone and Zoom meetings. Now, we will meet with people in person. We have to execute documents in person. We have to do some different things. But most of our clients prefer sort of this virtual thing. And it's really sort of remaking, at least and maybe temporarily, maybe not, about how we're delivering our legal services to the clients, which which gets me to the point that I, I really want to chat with you about in today's show is um, I've developed something that I think is pretty neat. And I think it's going to be easy for you to use this and, and um, get the legal documents completed that you've been putting off for a while. Now, it's really designed for younger families that probably don't have extremely complex estate planning needs, but they need to name guardians for the kids, and they need to set up underage trusts, and they need to name powers of attorney, and they need to do different things. And so we're calling it the the estate planning course. Uh, if you go to my website at secularlawfirm.com and go to the workshops tab, 
you'll find a link to check out this new tool that I have. And, and what you do is it, it's a it's a web page that I've built. And it's not the prettiest web page in the world. I'll be honest, I'm not a web designer and I did do this thing myself, but I, 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 I think it's pretty neat and I think it's pretty useful. Once you sign up for it, once you go into it, ask you who you are, and then you get into a course that I've created to get you the information you need about these documents, okay? So, so far, it kind of looks like the online document preparation services, except it's not. What it is is there's an intro, and then there's a video about planning for incapacity. We talk about tools like the power of attorney, the healthcare directive. Then there's a video on last wills, and we talk all about that in the probate system when we talk about leaving assets to your kids in trust, whether it be underage planning or if you're concerned that I might have a child that's disabled by the time I pass away, they probably need something called a special needs trust. Or perhaps um, we want to do um, beneficiary controlled trust, separate shared trust that would allow each kid to receive their inheritance in a fashion that that inheritance is protected from their potential future divorces and whatnot. So you go here, and, and what we're doing is we're kind of replacing the workshop that we normally do in person. We've reduced it to a couple of video modules, and in doing so, the other thing that you can do while you're going through this this course is you're actually working on your estate plan, right? So the idea I have was, well, look, Rather than just watching the educational videos, which we've had the, the workshops on our on our website for a long time, what if while working on the workshop, while watching the videos and learning all about the different estate planning tools, what if they were making decisions at the same time? You know, what if they said, "Oh, I know who I want my power of attorney to be. I want it to be my brother John. I'm just going to mark his name down, right?" And so, what we ask you is go through the video modules. Mark down your answers to the questions I ask you during the video, and by the time you're done the video, you have done probably 70% of the estate plan. Now, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to just let you spit out the documents because I don't want to give you a tool that you don't know how to use, right? But what I am going to do is I'm going to give you a free consultation, and so what we're going to end up doing is you go through this, you answer the questions, okay? You tell me, who you think your executor is going to be. Or maybe you put in the answer, I don't know yet. I would like to talk about it. And then what happens as a follow-up is we reach out to you. We schedule a half-an-hour phone call or a Zoom meeting with you and say, hey, look, I saw you went through the software. I saw that you put these people in. Let's talk about who these people are. Is this a good decision? You said that you want uh, this life insurance contract to go to uh, Sister A, let me tell you how that's not really how it works. Here's how it really works. Now, we can do this for you, but we probably don't want to put life insurance into the will. Let's let's clean this up and let's use the tool appropriately. But what we've done in this process then is we've allowed the ability for you to get the education you need without having to take a day off of work. Look, do the estate planning course on your couch one evening. Skip Netflix for one night and plan for your family's future. And then have one Zoom call with me or with one of the other attorneys here. And we'll clarify and we'll flag the red flags and we'll say, hey, you can't really do it this way or you can really do it this way. I know what you're trying to accomplish. Let me tell you a better way to do it. And so then we sort of clean up or we tell you, hey, you did a great job. Let's just make sure we get the thing executed correctly. After that call, then we can produce your documents. Then you come in and we review the documents with you. We sign the documents. And now you've got a lawyer-prepared a state plan that actually does a good job for you and for your family, and we've made it really easy for you to do it, right? So for those of you that know, hey, I know i got to do an estate plan. 
I've been t- listening to this guy on the radio on Saturday mornings. He keeps talking to me about it, um, but I haven't taken the the plunge yet to 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 go to one of the the workshops or to schedule the initial consultation. Boy, I, now I've eliminated another one of your excuses because you can watch this video at home. Uh, you can do a lot of the work necessary to complete an estate plan, make a lot of the decisions that you need to make the estate plan, and um, and then we can follow up with you and eliminate a lot of the time that we would have needed. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm here to answer your questions. I'm here uh, to make sure you're doing this thing correctly, but I'm not here to make you take four days off of work. That It doesn't have to be that way. You're listening to the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. I'm your host, Tim Seckler. Uh, and you can find more information about us. Maybe you do want to come to one of the live workshops. Um, this week's workshops are already sold out, actually. Sold out. They're free, but they're already full. We're on a waiting list, but uh, reach out to us. Come to one of them. They're really informative. Um, it's me presenting this information to you. Now, the workshops are really designed for some of the more uh, advanced estate planning techniques, like, hey, I'd like to protect my house from the nursing home, or I'd like to avoid probate, or what's all this tax situation all about. But you come to the workshop, and, and we give you the information you need, and then we tell you to go home. Um, we offer you a free consultation, and you know we then we come in and we review the information from the workshop. If you can tell, you know from today's episode, I uh, I very much want you to understand the decision you're going to make before you make the decision. Right. So many times, and it's just, and I see it. I see it when I review other people's work. I see it when I review old estate plans. I, I really, truly feel that so many times people go to a lawyer's office, and the lawyer is already thinking about the next meeting or the big case that's next week or whatever, and they sort of just blow through this family's will. And and you know there was opportunities missed. There was opportunities to do a little bit more planning. There was opportunities to do a little bit of planning for underage kids. There was opportunities to do planning in the event somebody was would be disabled. You know, I don't even do wills that don't have disability trust in them because in my mind there's so many kids that have autism. There's so many kids that are disabled. There's so many kids that have these these issues where they may need some help managing this money into a certain age or forever depending on the, on what the issue is. And I'm I'm failing my client if I don't plan for those potential issues. Um, but, you know, that's the kind of thing you're not going to get with an online document preparation service. And it's not the kind of thing you're going to get for the one-and-done will shops where, you know, the, the, the person does the traffic tickets on Monday and the family law on Tuesday and the lawsuit on Wednesday, and then they're going to write your will on Thursday. You're just – you don't get that level of, of depth. Um, my opinion is estate planning is one of those areas where you, you've got to work with somebody that really does this stuff a lot. Um, and and so that's what we did. But but at the same time, I also recognize it's tough to take off work. I have little kids. It's tough to take off work and find somebody to watch your kids so I can go to the dentist. It's equally tough to do that, to go to the lawyer. But that doesn't mean I don't have to go to the dentist, and it doesn't mean I don't have to go to the lawyer. I I have this responsibility to take care of my family. I need to do good planning. I know my family is more important than printing off some tool uh, that I don't know how to use off of the Internet. So what I just decided to do is, well, if I'm like that, if if I know these things, there's got to be other people in my situation that would really like to have a good lawyer-prepared estate plan that that really are finding it hard to get to the lawyer's office, which is why we came out with the estate planning course. Again, you can find it at secklerlawfirm.com, S-E-C-H-L-E-R, 
lawfirm.com. Go to the workshops tab and look for the estate planning course. Now, there's other videos on there. There's this advanced estate planning workshop. That's your elder law workshop for those of you that are listening that may be a little bit older, retirees, seniors that are worried about protecting assets from the nursing home. The course would be educational for you, but it really might not be the right first stop. What you really want to know is some of those elder law issues, the asset protection issues. And so you should watch the Advanced Estate Planning Elder Law Workshop, and then we'll follow up with that with a free Zoom consultation or a free phone call in person if, if you need to. Um, but uh, that is, um, that's how we're doing it. So, so I, when, when the COVID thing hit and I found myself at my house because my office had been shut down by the government, and my business was shut down and I was trying to figure out how to still help people and I was trying to figure out how to keep my my team employed um, I went digital fast and in a hurry to to get these educational materials created and accessible on the website because we've always been an education first law firm I, I wholeheartedly believe you need a bunch of information before you make a decision about estate planning now we're putting it out there on the web uh, available for free on our website and this estate planning course was sort of the next natural progression as we work through this because it's it's if they're watching the videos and we're talking to them about here's how you choose a good executor, well, why not just take an extra second and say, okay, now write that person's name down. Or right now just put that person's name in the box and we'll talk about it during your free consultation with one of our lawyers. And so um, I've, I've been using it for a while now. I haven't talked about it on the radio yet because I kind of wanted to beta test it with uh, some families that I've been working with, getting some pretty good feedback. Um, and I think it's, it's a really helpful tool. And so now we've made it accessible to the public. Um, you, are, uh, you are listening to the Secular Law Firm uh, radio show called The Life and Legacy Show. Um, you can check out our law firm anytime at secularlawfirm.com um, or reach out to us at 724-841-1393. Um, I did have uh, somebody email me a question after our last episode, last episode that I was talking about um, elder law, asset protection from the nursing home. I wanted to make sure that I got back to this person. So if you do have questions and you want me to answer something on the air, email us at radio at secularlawfirm.com, and we'll try to answer your question on the air. Um, somebody had emailed us after the last show. They really wanted to clarify the difference between the uh, the five-year look-back period and the penalty period that resulted from a transfer during the five-year look-back period. So context real quick, if you need the nursing home and you go into the nursing home and you want Medicaid to pay for it, no other government agency is really going to help you with this, so we want Medicaid to pay for it, but Medicaid requires us to be a bit broke. And so what a lot of families do is they transfer assets to the kids prior to needing the nursing home. Medicaid doesn't want you to do that. So they have a five-year look-back period. If you transfer assets and then need care in the next five years, they impose a penalty period. Okay, The penalty period is determined based on the value of the asset you gave away. So, for example, if I gave away a home worth $100,000 and then I needed to apply for benefits to help pay for my care, Medicaid would take the amount of the gift— $100,000, and they would divide it by the average cost of the nursing home per month in Pennsylvania, which is about eleven grand. So if we divide $100,000 by $11,000, the answer is about nine. That's nine months. For the next nine months, Medicaid's not going to pay the nursing home because you transferred assets. So that's called your penalty period. 
The penalty period is the length of time during which you are not eligible for Medicaid to pay the nursing home. The look-back period, the five-year look-back period everybody talks about, is the length of time prior to needing Medicaid that you're not allowed to transfer assets. Now, if you find yourself in a situation where you have transferred assets or somebody needs care, there's still lots of planning opportunities, so don't freeze. Reach out to us. We can help you with that. But I did want to clarify that. Somebody had reached out to us and said, hey, I don't get this whole five-year look-back thing, uh, the penalty period thing. The penalty period is just a period of time during which you are not eligible for Medicaid as a result from having made a gift during the five years before you needed the nursing home. Right. So hopefully we, we did a little bit better that time uh, getting you that information. Um, you have, uh, you've been listening to the Life and Legacy Show sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm. Remember that this show is for your education and entertainment. While we may have some lively legal discussion and talk a little bit about the law, nothing in this show should be considered legal advice. We talk a lot in generalities. Your specific legal problem needs a specific legal solution, and you should hire a lawyer. If you're, if you're in need, we can help you. Call us at 724-841-1393 or check us out at secularlawfirm.com. And if you want to get started and you got some free time, skip Netflix for one night, turn off the news. They're just yelling at each other anyway. Go to the secularlawfirm.com. Go to the workshops tab. Check out our free estate planning course, and you're going to be 80% of the way done your estate plan before we even chat. We're going to follow up with a free call after that, and we're going to get this thing done. It's time to stop putting it off. Thanks for listening. This has been the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. SecklerLawFirm.com or call 724-841-1393.